Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Little Wiser. I am here with Christy Peterson. Hello, Christy. Hi, Kimmy. Today, we are going to talk about achievement, striving for big goals, or as I like to call it, enoughness. Because sometimes <laughs> striving for our big goals is part of wanting to feel enough, right? This human desire we all have to be seen as enough. And this conversation, like all these conversations we have on these mini episodes, are inspired by a guest. And this guest is Aaron Ralston. As a reminder, Aaron Ralston was on a climbing trip in Utah by himself when he fell into a canyon and was pinned to the wall by a boulder where he would eventually, over a four-day period, come to the conclusion that the only way to survive and to live would be to cut his arm off. Obviously, a very dramatic story turned into Mm -hmm. a movie in which James Franco played Aaron. He had so many lessons in what he described as that canyon, which at the time he, he thought was his grave, the place he would die. One of them, and the one, Christy, that you pointed out was achievement. So today, I, I think we hope to have a conversation about this notion of achieving, of striving, of enoughness, and what that looks like, and the good and the bad of achievement, right? Because there are two sides yes. to this coin. But he had a, a big realization in the canyon about all of his striving for more and more success as an athlete and as a climber. So here's Aaron Ralston on achievement as he spent all of his time, you know, dedicated to more and more accolades as a mountaineer. By the the winter of 2002-2003, I had climbed many more of the of these 14ers in the Aspen area which were some of the, the most difficult and deadly of all of the mountains. And it was front page news when I climbed them in the winter and it was moving me along. <laughs> in both this aspiration of, towards a career. Uh, but it was also having this other side effect of, of kind of uh, turning me into a hardcore individual uh, where really relationships didn't matter as much. Uh, that I mean, I had friends, but I, I really didn't let anybody get too close because there was a passion at, at work on me rather than me exerting this passion like uh, in in my life but it was like it was i almost i was the subject of of this passion that was that was pushing me to climb the, these these very difficult mountains so christy you and i both feel that a we are personally very familiar with this idea of striving to be quote unquote enough or at least now we're more mature to know that perhaps some of our past achievements <laughs> were yeah. driven by not enoughness. You know, Aaron did have this very dramatic realization about how much time he spent striving for accolades for achievement and to some 
extent that that was an empty pursuit as far as true fulfillment, right? About what matters most. I'm going to say yes and no to that. Is that okay if I push back just a bit? Yes, push back. Okay. So I think just listening to you, what came up for me is that I think it's true. When he was in the canyon, he did have a moment. You know, he's in this very unique experience to be able to have a moment to see what is most important in my life. Who is most important in my life? What are the things that I feel most proud about? And those were circumstances where he could have them in this really powerful way. And I think... I guess the pushback I would say is those relationships are important. And we know based on the research, loads of research, that our relationships with others, other people matter tremendously to our health and our happiness and our well-being. And I guess the pushback I would say is that we are also, you know, achievement and accomplishment is not a bad thing in itself. I think wanting to be driven is an okay thing. Wanting to achieve, wanting to accomplish things is also often for many people a worthwhile pursuit. And I'm going to speak for myself, pursuing some of the goals that I have set for myself was this idea of once I get there, once I do that, once I land that clerkship, once I get the job at you know the big law firm, then I will be perceived as successful, smart, intelligent. I will have done this thing. And that I think is where I got, I get into trouble versus when I think contrast that with some of my goals that I set for myself that are very much aligned with my value system and who I want to be and what I want to do. I don't feel so bad about pursuing those goals. Well, I also think it's this idea of the cost of anything needs to be factored in, right? Yeah. And, yes, well said. Mm-hmm. And, and how we define success because there are plenty of people in the world. And my guess, there are people who are massively successful, you know, call it a businessman or woman who, you know, top of their game, you know, CEO, conquered the world, hundreds of millions of dollars, and they wake up and their relationships are non-existent, right? They're on the third Mm -hmm. marriage, the relationship with their children is fractured. So what is success? Is that a successful life? Certainly aspects of it are, but there has been a tremendous cost in the pursuit of that success. So I think it's like really uh, this holistic and what Aaron realized there had been a cost. Mm -hmm. He had been so busy and his pursuits were very solo and isolating. Like his whole thing was climbing all these 14ers by himself and winning records. So just like by virtue of what he was achieving was a solo endeavor that didn't involve other people. So Mm -hmm. I think that was sort of his epiphany was about the cost of the achievement for him, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yes, for sure. And in fact, he even tells a story about losing two friends one day because they didn't die. Um, He lost two friends because he had pushed, he'd really pushed them to go skiing. And then they had experienced an avalanche and fortunately they survived it. But there was a real cost to that because he was so driven by wanting to tackle this next big thing that the risk factor was not as clear as it should have been. And the cost was losing two friends. Yeah. And so he talks a lot about, obviously, this deep revelation he has about this, right? The cost of his Mm -hmm. ambition, the cost of his drive. But at the same time, and you have spent a lot of time studying happiness, well-being, thriving, all of these things through positive psychology achievement, there is huge value in it and it is worth pursuing. So what does healthy achievement look like? 
It is a excellent question. I think what the individual needs to do is to be thinking about sort of like, what's my motivation behind achievement? So achieving accomplishment alone is very unlikely to bring you that lasting happiness or satisfaction. And our drive for competence, for mastery, to accomplish things can also bring a lot of really good feelings, pride, gratitude, you know, a lot of positive emotion that we know are quite is quite beneficial to our health and our well-being and happiness. So if you have two those two things, I guess I would say it depends upon the individual. So like when you're thinking about the goals that you're setting and and those big dreams that you have, pursue them, but maybe pursue them in balance, I would I guess I would say, or have some self-awareness around what does what does pursuing this goal look like? making sure that it's not done in a way that is hurting my relationships or these other pillars or these other pieces that go into my well-being. Again, we go, keep going back to relationships. Yeah. And and anything like balance is like, it's ridiculous, right? Because nothing is ever going to be in balance, right? You've got, I think you've got to look yeah. at it, you know, but it's protecting the things that are most sacred to you, protecting, you know, your time in relationships and the idea of making sure that the thing you, I mean, I, this podcast is a great example for me. It takes a ton of time Mm -hmm. and energy and it genuinely brings me joy. I genuinely love having these conversations, meeting new people, learning about the world and the human experience through these people. And yes, I want to grow the audience and grow the podcast and do all those things, but I actually love the process of doing that which mm-hmm. I think is different than just sort of like, oh, if I publish the book and you're just grinding, 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 grinding and not enjoying the process of it, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You sound very evolved, Kimmy. I am super evolved. <laughs> and not really. Just listen to the past episode on me being triggered <laughs> to affirm how unevolved, if that's a word I am. Well. No, but I think you, I think just listening to you talk, it's clear when you, when we talk about your podcast, the inflection in your voice, how you talk about it, it's clear that it lights you up and you can still want it to be successful. You still want to connect with your audience. You want to grow the podcast. You want it to be something that reaches more people. And I also know though, that you're, you're aware of the cost of producing that. So if you were driven, I would say if you were driven only by that end goal of, you know, getting in that killer Spotify deal or the top 10 Apple podcast, which I still think both of those things are attainable. But if you were driven solely by that and your relationships took a hit, your self-care takes a hit, should you achieve that when you do achieve it? My guess is that it will not bring that satisfaction that you would hope or that happiness that you would crave. Yeah. And this idea of enoughness and achievement, I don't think it's limited to climbing mountains or having a top podcaster or or, you know, the big contract at the law firm. For some people, it's like, well, when the house is organized or when, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's this idea of, you know, once I achieve this thing, right? Once we are homeowners in this neighborhood and everything, that there's some sort of fulfillment that comes with an end goal is what is elusive, what is not true, right? Yes. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Well, I would say that... Yes, if you're holding out for happiness or a sense of well-being when you buy the house or when you find the job, then those 
things, once you do achieve them, will bring some positive feeling. I mean, it feels really good to get a job or a promotion, but it's not, if you're basing your entire well-being or your sense of happiness on that, then it's going to be disappointing. Because our bodies are like, you know, the fact is they call it the hedonic treadmill. What is a hedonic treadmill? Let me tell you, a hedonic treadmill. It's a phrase that they used often in my master's program. It's a metaphor. And it's just this idea that we have, as humans, we have a tendency to pursue pleasure one after another. And that's because it feels good. There's like a surge of happiness that happens after a positive event. But we are all likely to return back to that personal, I'll call it your happiness baseline over time. So if you're on that treadmill and you're constantly on the hedonic treadmill, then you're pursuing one pleasure after the another with the hope of that sustaining your happiness. And you're really just on a treadmill, not going exactly. forward. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Now yes. I know what the hedonic treadmill is and it makes so much sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. It's a really interesting concept. And like all things, I'm always like, you know what though? Just make sure that it is okay for us to pursue things that bring us pleasure, that bring us joy. Just make sure you're not on that hedonic treadmill. Yeah. Okay. So I do not want to give up achieving things. I do not want to give up having big dreams. I'm interested in none of that. So how do I go about achieving those dreams in a way that is healthy through the whole journey, start to finish, having the dream, pursuing the dream, what would be your advice to me? And hopefully that will be advice to everyone listening. So I think you have to think about first, like what's your, we were talking about this earlier, what's that personal brand of achievement look like? So say you have a big dream or a big goal or even a small goal, like, but let's take your big dream or big goal. It's taking some time to think about what it is that you want, why do you want it, what do you expect will happen once you get there, and then measuring as you move forward towards that goal. I guess for me, it's like making sure you check in to make sure that in pursuit of that goal, you're not leaving out the other components that go into your own personal brand of happiness and well-being. So like, how are your relationships? How's your vitality? How engaged are you feeling in your work? Those other pieces that go into Kimmy being a happy, healthy person. All right. And before we end, Christy, I just want you to touch on the smaller accomplishments and how they factor in sort of the day-to-day things. So I think if you want to think about accomplishment, so here's the, the piece because we are saying that accomplishment is not not a dirty word. It's not a bad word to want to achieve. That if you want to really think about accomplishment and lean into that as a source of happiness or well-being, you can think of things, like think of three things you've experienced today where you were successful or you had this feeling that you did something really well. And doing that exercise alone, writing them down, I think can really kind of be a nice return to the fact that you do accomplish things, even small things, and that those small things are worth are worth celebrating and also that those smaller accomplishments add up and get you closer to those bigger dreams and goals too. And make sure that, I guess I would say the other takeaway is you're doing, as you're thinking of your own achievement or accomplishments, those dreams and goals, just make sure you're doing a check against the other things that matter in your own life. And that oftentimes just takes a moment, a pause to think about what feels important to me. What's that big picture, that whole person in pursuit of the bigger goals and in the smaller goals, are you also making sure that you check in with those other pieces that are important to your more lasting happiness and satisfaction? Love it. 
Do you have any big goals that you would like to share that you would like to put out <laughs> in the world as we end? Big goals. You know, I think most of my goals are less about producing something and more about getting comfortable in the process. And those that feels like a big goal for me to be able to do new things and to find more joy in them, more flexibility, also a little bit more grace and self-compassion for myself as I'm learning. So I feel like right now my goals feel more internal than they do external. Talk about evolved. (laughs) I might as well be a monk. (laughs) I was going to be like, talk on stages around the world and be a top 50 (laughs) podcast in the universe. But I think that's it. So wait, I think you should. So what are your big goals? When I think about the two of us, like I've never been super public facing So it makes sense to me that I want to be, I want to share information. I feel so passionate about info that's out there, strategies, tools that could help people to live a more connected, healthy, compassionate life. And that means you have to actually speak up, put yourself out there. And that feels super terrifying to me because I've just not been very public facing. And I also think- It's terrifying to you? I was totally unaware. (laughs) (laughs) I sense some sarcasm. Yes, it's terrifying. But I also love that you have the, you know, for you, it's getting out on that stage because it takes, as you've said to me so many times, it takes all different types of voices. So we need you out on stages doing that. And the other takeaway of this whole episode, and then I'll let you actually speak. The other takeaway is when we're talking about achievement, I think there is no shame in achieving and wanting big goals. And that's really important. It's just making sure you don't lose yourself along the way. Yeah. And yes, the ambitions and dreams I have for speaking in the podcast are very real. But at the same time, my bigger dream is to have a really close-knit, loving family. So it goes back to this Mm. whole cost thing. So I will actively always constantly be looking at all of my dreams, both personal and professional, and sort of measuring them against one another. But I think there's room to have lots of dreams and lots of fulfilling paths at once. So I'm excited. Me too. And I agree. Yeah. All right, people. So dream big and... Think about your whys and think about all of the different and complex and beautiful aspects of your life and you know how they relate to one another and go for it. Because I think I love what you said, Christy, that achievement is not a dirty word. (laughs) It's really not. And just know that you can sometimes be on a hedonic treadmill. (laughs) Exactly. Just make sure you jump off every now and then. All right, Christy, I love you. I love these conversations. And we will be back with a little wiser the week after next with a fascinating episode. Ooh, what is it? I've told you about it. You have not listened, but Shabana. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm super um, excited about that. Grew up dressing as a boy in Afghanistan so she could attend a school. And she was just responsible for getting hundreds of young girls and women out of Afghanistan in August. So it's unbelievable and very timely. So yeah, I'm excited. She sounds like an underachiever. She's a total, (laughs) total underachiever. I'm really excited to hear that. I know you've talked about it a bunch. I'm looking forward to it. And the best part, I mean, teaser for the interview, when she got this scholarship in Afghanistan to move to, I want to say Wisconsin. Oh. Maybe just because you lived in Wisconsin and I'm confusing mm-hmm. it, but somewhere in the Midwest for a year as a teenager. And as part of the program, 
to show her what American teenage life was, they had her watch Mean Girls. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I think I said in the interview, well, if you weren't scared of the Taliban, (laughs) (laughs) that's something to be scared of. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, I'm so excited for the interview. Yeah, did you too. Did you include that part? I hope you didn't cut it. Yeah, I think it's in there. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that we had this conversation and yeah, dream big people and mm-hmm. be thoughtful and intentional about your achievements, but dream big. As I sign off, if you would like to participate in me achieving my dreams... <laughs> Yes, rate and review. Rating and review in the podcast allows more people to discover the podcast, more people to learn from our guests, and it makes a huge difference. And our goal is to get to 1,000 reviews. So that is a, a big dream and a big goal for this year. So if you're listening and you can take a minute and rate and review the podcast only, if you like it, that would be awesome. <laughs> I love the qualifier. If you don't, don't worry about it. You're good. So we're at 554 and we want to get to 1,000 by January 1, 2023. Okay, it's a big goal, but it feels, and that definitely feels attainable. It's it's achievable with the help of listeners like you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.